Hello, 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 and welcome to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Thank you guys for joining me. I so, so appreciate it. Thanks for just coming along. Whoever is out there listening to this, again, a little baby podcast, I sincerely appreciate it so, so, so much. So just thank you so much for listening, whoever you are out there. Um, Please go to my IG page. Please follow. Just comment. Tell me what your thoughts are. Just tell me anything, you know, if there's something, like I've said before, if there's something that you want me to you know, cover, if there's something that I forgot, um, something that you just want me to, you know, talk about, please just drop me a line. <laughs> um, well, today I wanted to, I'm going to, of course, uh, you know, we're going to, of course, chat about Shots of Sunset episode five. Um, and we are also going to talk about that wild ride of a documentary the Hustler, and the Housewife. Wow, wow, we woes, you guys. I finally got my eyes on that, and whoo. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, maybe my bar was low. I don't know, but I was not expecting what I watched. So, <laughs> so, what I would like to do is let's just go ahead and just quickly touch on The Hustler and the Housewife. We'll knock that out, and then we will get into Shaws of Sunset. Um, I am recording this a little bit earlier in the week, so I have, well, you know what, actually, I watched last week's episodes of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and of New York. I want to tell you something before we hop into The Hustler and the Housewife. Um, I do want to just really quickly chat about um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the and the shit show of an episode that they gave us last week. Okay, how are y'all going to start it with a with a with the little with a little tease of us seeing Erica going to I mean I guess what is it like a luncheon or something uh, with the ladies and then we cut back to three days later. That's how the fucking episode started. That's how the episode started. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking, okay, awesome. They're giving us this now. By the time we get to this damn luncheon, we are going to see some stuff. No, they dragged that episode out. We had to watch Kyle and Dorit have their lame-ass argument over what exactly, who can say. Um, Regardless, I I love Kyle, have always loved her, so I will be on her side no matter what. Um, Dorit, I have come around to in the seasons that she has been on, but is she my favorite? No. Something about that fake accent, y'all, that just, I'm just like, I I can't fully fuck with Dorit. I just can't. I can't. I like her. I do like her. She's gorgeous. She has some great fashions. I love to see what she's wearing. Don't know why she wore a green outfit to a, um, I don't know, what do you call it? I mean, I guess like a political uh, political party. I don't, whatever. Because they, they were, um, they got a, they, you know, everybody got together to, you know, see when the when the um, presidential election was going on, and Dorit wore a green plaid outfit. Now, listen, would that have been a, would that have been great any other time? One hundred percent. Would I be talking shit about it any other time? No, I wouldn't. I would have said, "Bravo, bravo, Dorit, love the outfit." But how are you going to wear that to a political party? Everybody was wearing their red, whites, and their blues. That's neither here nor there. Anyways. 
I was just, I was disappointed in, in that episode because I thought we were going to get at least a little bit of something from Erica by the end of the episode. Instead, we got ourselves a to be continued. <sighs> so listen, I, I'm letting it, I'm letting it go a little bit because I know this next episode is going, we're going to get some information. Listen, but also I know that we may not get any information because Erica Jane is so damn closed lipped. But I don't know if she's going to give us the information that we want. You know? You know what I'm saying. Okay? So, I'll just say that. I was a little disappointed in I was a little disappointed in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week. But, you know, here we are. So, um, to touch a little bit on Real Housewives of New York. Um, I don't know. Like there wasn't, again, like this was like a, a filler episode also. Like there wasn't like a lot going on, you know, unfortunately Leah's grandma had passed. So she is going through that, which I cannot imagine. That must've been uh, really hard, especially during, you know, during these times um, and not being able to see her one last time before she passed. Um, so I can't imagine, you know, what she was going through in that time. And then again, another political party, you know, everybody getting together to see what happened with the presidential, the presidential election. And, and then my little, my little Sonia Rita, little Sonja, Sonja, she got a little too wasty pants before that party, you know, but I do agree with her. She was saying at one point that she felt like, because, um, let me rewind a little bit. Ramona posted a picture with our Ebony K. Williams, you know, saying that she's so happy to have a new friend. And Sonia uh, basically was saying that she feels like she was doing it as a ploy with what was going on with, uh, you know, the, you know, the injustice that we, you know, continue to have going on in this country, but also especially during at that point in time where we were, we were dealing with a lot of protests, a lot of unrest in our country about the injustice that, you know, people of color go through. And, you know, I just, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I do feel like Sonia was right. I do feel like Ramona was trying to save face because she has been called a racist before. And so she was like, look at my new friend. Like I'm friends with black people too. Like, Ramona, please. Please, please, please. Little do people know that you're over here calling your, you know, your your staff the help. You know, I just, <laughs> I don't know what to do with her. Uh, I don't know what to do with, uh, with, with Ramona. And I don't know what to do with my little baby Sonia. Okay, I love her to bits, but if she keeps on this train of, of liquor, I don't know how long our little Sonia Rita is going to be around. I mean, listen, you guys, like they cut down her time a lot when things got a little too saucy. She was getting a little too saucy and they kind of cut back her, her hours, if you will. Until <laughs> she could prove that she could handle it. So, you know, oh God, but. You know, it was, yeah, so she was getting a little too crazy when she was trying to explain how disappointed that she was in what Ramona was doing. I understand what she's saying, but I think, you know, she was just a little too sloshy, a little too saucy. And, you know, her point was a crumbing across a little too aggressively, I think. I don't know. I mean, in the sense of how she was, like, talking, I believe in her point, 100%. But, you know, 
she was just a little too saucy for it to really come across in the way that I think that she was trying, trying for it to. But that's really all I remember about um, New York right now. There's nothing else because, like I've told you guys before, I don't, I haven't been taking notes on those two. I've just been watching them in, in my free time and then just kind of shooting out just kind of a few of my thoughts. So if something else comes to me later on, I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> but anywho, let's get into the hustler and the housewife. That was too energetic. But anywho, let's get into the hustler and the housewife. All right. <laughs> okay. You guys, you guys, you guys, I could not believe, I could not believe that how we started this was with fucking Danielle Staub. Danielle Staub. Okay, the way that if oh my God, I mean, listen, I know people, I know you guys have watched it, but the way that she walked in there, all in white, with those weird matted shoes that maybe once was like a faux fur, but now has become matted and gross. <laughs> I was disturbed. I was disturbed. And I think on um, another episode, I was talking about how I felt like I thought that Danielle was the only housewife that they had on there, but no, they had Dana, Dana Wilkie, 25,000. Can you believe 25,000? You know, okay, if you're a housewife uh, historian, as I am, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. And I don't really know if her name, her last name is Dana Wilkie. I feel like that's correct, but I could be wrong. Anyways, Dana, we know who Dana is. 25,000. Can you believe 25,000? Not Dana. <laughs> I was shook that Dana was the one that was giving Erica's backstory. Was anybody else? I thought that was very strange that she was getting so much time with it. <laughs> like she was talking about, well, Erica grew up, you know, in Atlanta. Like she was really like giving some information as if she and Erica grew up together. Like her and Erica were old childhood friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But whoever was making this documentary, the you know production, producers, whatever. I mean, I guess they knew what they were doing because they kept me in. They kept me in. I was in it. I was in it. And then we get the backstory of you know Tom. Tom was a badass attorney. He was a badass attorney. And my question is. Why, with I mean, he was such a badass attorney. Why would you not do a better job of making sure that your tracks were covered? If you're trying to steal money from people, that's eventually it's going to it's going to catch up with you. There's no way that it couldn't. There's no way that it couldn't unless he really thought he was somehow, some way going to make this money back that he was taking from people, and he was going to be able to give it back to them. Did he think really that the money that he was going, that Eric, that maybe that he was going to make off of Erica in the sense of her career or what, if that's what he thought was going to be the way to be able to pay those people back? I don't know. But why, why did he not cover himself better? He's an attorney. They should know, like, I mean, for God's sakes, the loopholes and the, and the this and the that's, the contracts, the whatever. I would have thought that he would have known how to do better. Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. And and also they pointed out how much, you know, Erica was talking about their money on the show. And maybe I was just naive. I don't know. But I just, I thought that attorneys just made a lot of fucking money. And especially with his history of the type of attorney that he was, I was like, there's no way that he's not making, not making a good, a good amount, you know? So, I mean, again, maybe I was just naive in thinking that. I, I don't know. I guess I was. Because based off of what some of these other attorneys were saying is like, yeah, we make good money, but not like, not the type of money that his wife was flaunting. I mean, two private jets, y'all. I forgot about that. I forgot. I mean, I knew they had a private jet, but I forgot that they had two private jets. I mean, fuck me. Two? Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. They were also talking about how, um, so if you guys have watched it, they kind of had one, uh, there was this mom who her son, you know, was really just, I I can't remember what exactly it was that, you know, had happened, but, you know, he was terribly burned and put in a clash, you know, put in a lawsuit and Tom Girardi was his attorney and like his settlement was at least $12 million. And she was talking about, um, and then, so there was that one. And then there was also another lady who she had like a hundred and something thousand dollar lawsuit for a doctor that really put her through some hell it sounds like but it wasn't really the doctor it was the the manufacturer of what it was that she was having placed and i'm not sure if they were boob implants or if it was something else a little bit more vaginal um but regardless she had a lawsuit against the manufacturer of whatever it was that was you know that was being taken in and out of her um and and she was saying that her case went through multiple attorneys' hands. Like the turnover rate there was insane. Which right there, like that should say something. I mean, people always say that like, you know, like attorneys are, you know, like sharks, like they don't give a shit. So it must have been real, real bad. But also in the business of the, you know, the, the type of attorney that Tom was in the cases that he was taking on, I mean, they were, you know, fighting for the people, fighting for what people like deserved, you know what I mean? And, and, and like one attorney said, you know, like they were, you know, fighting, fighting for the people against the man. And then here you see Tom and Erica, I mean, they were the man. That's what he said. Something like that. I may not be quoting him directly, but it was something to that effect. And that's right, because, I mean, they were flaunting. I mean, I mean, the things that Erica was, I mean, off the runway. I mean, and what was, I mean, her glam squad. I mean, fuck. Fuck, how much was that? Just like a month or even like a week. What are we talking about? What kind of money are we blowing just on that? Just on that let alone the home and the, you know, the, the, you know, the caretakers of that home, whether it be, you know, the gardener, the house manager, you know what I'm saying? Like very, uh, very, you know, royal in the sense of the staff. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know, but 
Um, so back to that, the poor boy that was, um, that was burnt, um, you know, he, you know, finally things got settled and it sounded like he was supposed to re, re you know, get at least like a $12 million settlement for, you know, what, for what had had happened. And he was getting payments. And the last time that this guy, this, this kid got a payment was in 2017, 2017 and he was well over he was already over 18 when this when this happened to him but tom kept telling him that i guess whoever the it was the justice um justice like pernelli i think or something like that and he was trying to blame it on him and saying that he was nervous about giving him a whole you know giving him all the money at once you know with him being so young and everything but i mean listen at that that can only be said when they're you know under age right I mean, that cannot be said once you're 18 and above after that. Like, listen, what you do with your money that is, you know, whatever is in your settlement, that's up to you. If you fucking blow it in a week, then that's your fucking problem. We've given, we got, you got the money, you got, you won the lawsuit, but what you choose to do with the money is on you. So that, that reasoning did not, did not hold up. And then, you know, we saw that Pernelli had said that he, you know, he said that he had no bearing in how his money is distributed. Just wild, you guys. Just wild. I mean, I just that. Okay, honestly, that that documentary was just insane to me. It really was like it, it really was just insane. I I just didn't think that Tom. I don't think that Tom. I just didn't. I didn't think that Tom had it in him. But you just don't ever know anybody until you know. That's why I feel like. And listen, I might be proven wrong before we know it, but I feel like Erica did not know you guys. I don't think that she knew. I mean, just based off of what we saw on Real Housewives, she seemed very submissive to Tom. A completely different person than when we see Erica by herself and when we see Erica with Tom. She let him handle everything. He was the man of that house and she played her role. You know? She did not question what he did or how he did it, yada, yada, yada. But... <sighs> Maybe that was just part of the ploy. Maybe behind closed doors, maybe Erica has been the mastermind all along. We don't know. But I do feel like she didn't know. I, don't, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, and then it was, and then it was talked about that. I mean, he had loans out for ton, like tons of money, and and. The, kind of part of why things started kind of bubbling up to the surface was because then these lenders started coming after him to try to get their money back. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And did anybody see Tom in that deposition? Tom looked like a different man, you guys. He looked frail. He looked out of it. He did not look like the man that we, that we saw on Beverly Hills. So maybe over the COVID year, maybe things just declined aggressively. Aggressively, not saying that he didn't do it because clearly he did. But maybe this whole Alzheimer's situation is accurate. Maybe things just declined rapidly, rapidly. Before anybody could know it, he was, he was not the man that they knew anymore. Also was wondering during this COVID time, if that he did have, um, you know, with them being together so much, maybe some things came to light. 
you know, I don't know. Because then he wasn't able to continue to make money in a sense. You know what I mean? Everything was shut down. She wasn't bringing in anything, you know, you know, like, I mean, I think Erica was bringing in, bringing in stuff in the sense of maybe being, you know, paid for housewives, you know, maybe some residuals, possibly posts, you know, things like that. So, but nothing, of course, to the money that what Tom had, had built for himself and what maybe he was bringing, of course, what he was bringing in as, as, as the attorney of, of his, of his stature. So maybe some things just really came to light. I don't know. I don't know. And I will say this, like, I mean, clearly he didn't have Alzheimer's in 2017, y'all. That's what I'm just saying. So we know that he did it. Like, that's the, that is the end all be all. We also know that he had, had quite a few um, lawsuits or complaints about how he was dealing with things. Like, this was not like the first time. It was just, it was overlooked because he knew so many people and people, you know, just chalked it up to, well, you know, people come out of the woodwork when people start doing well. Should have been looked into, though. Should have been looked into. I mean, my eyes are open, you guys. That documentary, really, I am shook. Shook, 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 shook. I'm scared for whatever um, Erica has to say about the, all of this on the show. That is for sure. Because if she didn't know, maybe she didn't think that the things that maybe that she was going to say were going to either be backlash towards her or backlash towards Tom or or whatever the situation may be. So, just son of a bitch. I mean, I don't know how this is all going to play out, y'all. I don't know. But you bets believe. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm watching it. I saw a post. Um... I think it was uh, Bravo Housewives, uh, the IG page where they posted. Um, they had seen like a, they posted an article that somebody had put out about Erica. She, uh, it said that she had to let her glam squad go. And, you know, that she's pumping her gas, struggling. I don't know if she let her glam squad, glam squad go. I mean, at the end of the day, she really is a good, um, a good way to get their names out in a sense. I mean... They do her right. So if anything, they are proving that they know what they're doing because Erica's always on point. So maybe some bartering's going on at this point. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, um, yeah, so we'll just kind of keep kind of, we'll just keep seeing where this is going. And, you know, I'll keep touching base. I, I wish we'd had another, I wish we had another episode of The, the Hustler and the Housewife. You know, at least, you know, maybe an after or something. More information. More information. But if you haven't watched it, I say get out there and watch it, you guys. It's good. It is good. All right. Well, okay. Let's hop into Shaw's, shall we? Let's get right into it. Um, this episode was named A Nightmare on Destiny Street. <laughs> and my oh my, was it a nightmare, you guys? My oh my, was it a nightmare? Okay, let's just get into the beginning of the episode here. Um, I do just want to say so, where we are with uh, Reza and Adam in their in their house, um, and they're just kind of like chatting. Reza says that he's going to go for a run, but he has to massage his he's going to massage his legs first, which I thought was strange. Why not massage your legs after the run, right? Wouldn't that make more sense, or is that just me? Is that what you're supposed to do? Massage before and then run? So things are all loosey goosey. I feel like you want to massage after because things are going to be all tight from the run. No? 
Anywho. Anywho, I was disturbed by him in that with those leg massagers. I mean, he was basically having an orgasm with those leg massagers. And those editors knew it too. They kept hard on that. I mean, that was, oh, it was a minute too long for me. It was a minute too long for me. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. But I, I was dying. I was dying, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then we have Gigi and uh, MJ. They are going to the pumpkin patch. And I mean, I, I will say it once, I will say it again, but I am proud of the growth of Gigi, where she is at right now in her life. Like, I am just like, bravo, bravo, Gigi. Like, I'm so just like, I'm so proud of you and just so happy to see the growth that you, that you have gone through over these years. And you are just, just, it just, she's a wonderful woman. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. Also, just really quick side topic. Did anybody see the Gigi and Kelly Dodd uh, debauchery that was going on? <laughs> I mean, Gigi was keeping it real. She's happy to fucking buck up at any at any at a moment's notice. You know what I'm saying? But also, she's not uh, she's not going crazy unless she has to. You know. But Kelly Dodd wanted to, I don't know, be be stupid and say some shit that she definitely should not have said and trying to like make fun of like Gigi's name and shit like that. Like she clearly like just say like, you don't know how to pronounce her name. That's fine. But don't try to pronounce it and, and be like a dick about it. Like I just didn't like it at all. Like Kelly Dodd can fuck off. She's just, ugh. I, I liked her maybe for one season when she was on that show. I did not watch rule. I did not watch orange County this last season. I couldn't, my girls on bitch sesh, bitch sesh boycotted it. And I, and I'm, and I'm with them. I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. I'm golden. Will I watch next season because Heather's back? 100% I will. 100% I will. So, um, but anyways, back to Shaws. So Gigi was just speaking some truths and she was just saying like, there are, there are some big issues that Reza is dealing with and, or that there's, um, not Reza, but there are big issues that each, that Reza and MJ are dealing with and they're kind of covering them up with little ones so they don't have to deal with the big issue, the big problem which is the fucking restraining order, you know? And also the fact that Reza said some crazy things that caused then Tommy to lose his shit, yada, yada, yada. You know the whole song and dance, you guys. So, you know, so I I really appreciated Gigi saying that because it's true. And I think MJ needed to hear it. And so does, and Reza does also. And Gigi's right that Reza does need to have some uplifting, but he also just needs to take accountability as well. I think that Reza's just like in a spot, but he does need to take accountability for his actions. That's where we need to start. I know that he's apologized to MJ, but you have not apologized to, you have not apologized to Tommy and he needs to. He really does. It's important. Then we cut to Destiny and Paulina. Paulina has come over. I mean, I guess those two are good friends. You know, I, I and maybe that, that just started. I don't know if that started this season. I don't know if that has been going on for some time or what have you. I'm not sure. But regardless, it seems like they're good enough friends that Paulina feels like she can divulge some some secrets, if you will. Um, she basically told her that she has found Mike talking to other people, it sounds like, 10 times, at least 10 times. I'm sorry, what? And this is why, if you guys listened to the previous episodes, where I was just like, when she told Mike, like, if this happens again, I won't stay. Well, that should have been the first time, not the 11th time. Just want to throw that out there, Paulina. You should have said that shit the first time, not the 11th time. 
She also said that Mike just views it as like, he just thinks it's like porn. He doesn't see it as cheating. Well, that's great, Mike. And that's fine. But if your girl sees it as cheating and you want to keep her, then knock your fucking shit off. Okay? Or talk to her about what it is that 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 is turning you on or what have you. Have a have a conversation to see maybe where you guys could then hopefully either come to a compromise or see that this is not going to work. But to continue to lie to her and tell her that you're not going to do it anymore, but then continue to do it is a straight up mind fuck. Straight mind fuck. So but also Paulina is deciding to stay. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I'm just saying. She is deciding to stay. So if she chooses to stay and she knows that this is what he, I mean, his his pattern has shown that he is not going to stop. This has been the 10th or 11th time that he has done this. So what, the 12th time is, is the charm and he's going to stop doing it? Like, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Like, I, Paulina deserves better. She deserves fucking better. And I agree with Destiny. Like, it's not okay. It's not okay what's going on. You deserve better than what you're being given right now. And she does. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if this has to do with, like, the show. Sometimes that clout situation gets to people's heads. You know? And they're just like, well, I just gotta, like, I'm just gonna keep writing this out because I'm on the show. I hate to say it. I hate to say that. But it's possible. I know. Hot take, Kylie. Hot take. And I realize it is a hot take. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out the possibilities of where she could be at. That's all. That's all, because I'm sorry, after the 10th or 11th time, what are we doing? Doesn't make any sense. Just, I can't wrap my mind around it. So, after uh, Destiny and Paulina, we cut to Nima and Mike. <laughs> Nima decides to surprise Mike with a spa day, which I thought was interesting, but I'm not surprised. Nima seems like he very much so likes to keep up with his appearance and likes, to, and you know, he clearly loves a good pedicure. I love a good pedicure as well. I feel it. I like it. There's nothing wrong with, you know, keeping yourself, you know, keeping yourself and your feet, hands, everything head to toe looking good. I appreciate it. Still want those, still want those veneers darker guys. Still want those chompers a shade darker, but you know, he's already made his choice. <laughs> He's already made his choice. Also, Nemo was talking about how I guess there's something called a wiki feet where people judge or, you know, there's like a point system or stars, if you will, on, on celebrities' feet. And I guess Shervin is ahead of Nima. I I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I didn't know that there was a wiki feet page. I did not know. Listen, I just made a note here that just says Mike's ego is out of control. I don't know what I was referring to, but I agree with my statement <laughs> because it is out of control. That is for sure. So uh, Destiny is getting ready for the party. Destiny, um, is, well, she's getting all like ready for her black rose party, Halloween party. I love a good Halloween party, you guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kindred Spears with Destiny on the fact of Halloween. Like, I, that is like my favorite fucking holiday. I love it so much. Um, but Paulina calls her. And I was so fucking confused about why Paulina was calling her. Like, she was basically saying, like, I feel bad now that I told you what I said. Because there were cameras. 
And now you know that Mike's going to know that you talked again about your relationship after he asked you not to talk about the relationship, even though you're hurting and he doesn't have the right to tell you not to talk about it. And also you've already put your business out in the street. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was fucking weird. It was weird to me. I did not understand what she was talking about. So I guess she just didn't want the beans to be spilled on camera and then she regretted it. But listen, like too little too late. When you sent all those screenshots, you made it into a storyline. So here we are. <laughs> so here we are. Nima dressed up like MJ for the Halloween party, which I thought was crazy. Um, but I love that he got Tommy's approval and Tommy allowed him to raid MJ's closet. But, like, listen, like, Nima, you could have done so much better with, like, her outfit. Like, you could have, like, instead of putting just, like, tissue in, like, your in like your underwear or whatever it was that you tried to, like, make, like, make it look like your butt was big. Like, there were better options. There were better options that we could have chose. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe it was a last-minute decision. I'm not sure. But I just feel like there were better options that we could have used. That's all. That's all I'm saying about that. But I'm happy that, I'm happy that when MJ saw it that she was happy with it. You know, like, she didn't really care. I was living for Reza's macrame jumpsuit. I love that very, very much. <laughs> I thought that was insane, but I loved that it was a macrame jumpsuit, you guys. Like, that was insane to me. Truly insane, but loved it. Loved it with all my heart. Um, also love that mess. I didn't know. I think I kind of touched on it in the last uh, episode that I didn't know if Destiny was doing her own makeup or if somebody else was doing her makeup. But I loved that she was doing her own makeup. So, like, she... So many talents, that girl. So many talents. Like, she's just a well-rounded, down-to-earth girl. I just really love... I love Destiny. I really... I, I do. I, ugh, she's great. She's great. She's great. So people started arriving to the party. Uh, I believe it's like Nima, Mike, and Paulina. They all come together. Gigi was already there. Um, I think she may have been helping Destiny kind of finish setting up or something. But anywho, those three walk in. And then it's just Gigi outside with those three because Destiny was still getting ready. And it was uh, 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 awkward to say the least. I don't know if Gigi, based off of that interaction, it did not look like Gigi and Mike had had really a conversation about the shit that he dropped in Palm Springs. And also, Gigi still isn't talking to Nima. I don't even know if she said hi to him. She's like, great, I'm out, pieces, deuces. Like I said in the last show, I don't blame her for not wanting to talk to him. I get it, but I think that she does. She needs to talk to him. Just clear the air, please. He has no, clearly he has no idea why you're not talking to him, which I, I mean... It boggles my mind. I'm sure it boggles Gigi's mind as well. But men are dumb sometimes. And they just, they don't, they don't know. They don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, Mike was defensive, I felt like, off the jump. Off the jump. So Destiny is, you know, everybody's got there finally. Destiny's like, okay, everybody, I want you guys to sit around the table, but I want us all to, like, sit in different places. Like, let's do something different. And Mike was defensive. He basically made, he was like, no, I'm sitting next to Paulina. Paulina's sitting next to me. Why? Because you don't want people to talk to Paulina? You afraid what she's going to say? Or are you afraid what people are going to ask her? Like, what the fuck? He was like, this is my only weekend to spend with her. And listen, I'm sure you guys spend time on the weekdays. 
I would assume. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Mike just seemed like he just looked like crazy. He looked defensive, like not like crazy, like cuckoo, but like, uh, I don't know. Like he looked like he was about to go off the handle, like at a moment's notice, like he was ready to go off the handle before, before anything had even like started. I feel like it was weird. It was weird. You guys. And, and Paulina, I don't know if she was just like, you know, already just like super drunk before, you know, maybe like had a few, I wouldn't say super drunk, but had a few before, you know, really pre-gamed, I will say, really got into her pre-game before coming to the party and then just continued on and was just, she seemed like she was drunk and pissed. That's what I'm getting at. She seemed like she finally kind of like was, you know, she had the liquid courage in her as, as some people will say. I mean, she didn't like pop, pop off or anything, but it just seemed like she was just drunk and pissed. And, and Mike just seems like anytime Paulina has something to say, he just like wants to shut it down. Like, he's just like so controlling, like it's disturbing to me. It really is disturbing to me. Like it is, he just seems like a very controlling guy and it's not okay. It's not okay. She's not your child. She's not your, she's not your possession. She is a person who is choosing to be with you. So treat her as such because you're fucking lucky, Mike. You are fucking lucky that she chose and chooses continually after all of this to still be with you. So treat her as such. She is not your prized possession. She is not your little trophy. Okay. She's a fucking person. That's all. But like I was saying, just any time Paulina had something to say, he seemed like he was getting pissed. This is where things get crazy. Okay, you guys, they start playing like this game, which was just supposed to be like a funny game. Like, who do you think will, you know, most likely have like a, Poms, a Ponzi scheme was one of them, or who is most likely to marry for money? Like, I don't think any of those were directed at Mike. But clearly somebody has some insecurities about himself and felt like those questions were directed at him. Well, Mike, you know, just saying, what have you been doing? You know, what have you been doing exactly to, you know, make a life for yourself? That's all I'm saying. Besides the show. I don't know. The shoe line lasted 2.5 seconds. That commercial building that you bought, I'm assuming, that went nowhere. You know, I'm heartbroken for your brother because it sounds, you know, from what we know, I think I think it was last season that his brother went in on some, like, commercial building or not a commercial building. It was going to be, they were going to make it into, like, condos or something like that or apartments or whatever. How did that, how did that work out? We're waiting. Such an ass. <laughs> but anyways, so he was just feeling like they were directed at him. And then he just starts going off about how, you know, just, I don't even know you guys. I just, I was just so disgusted by the whole situation. I don't even know exactly what he was even, I don't remember what he was even saying. Just a bunch of womp, 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 same shit, different day. You know what I mean? about how he's not going to listen to this and people don't know what's going on in his relationship and he's tired of people talking about his relationship, blah, 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 blah. Well, then don't get people to talk shit about that. 
<laughs> Very simple. Treat your girl right and keep your dick in your pants. Seems seems doable for most, but I guess not for Michael. So <laughs> just, just saying. But and then he, I don't know, Mike at one point like pointed out to Reza's like, it's your you're the one that probably wrote these these questions. I know it's your handwriting. Reza's like, I had nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with it. This is not even my handwriting. That's what I'm saying. Like, he just wants to, like, try to, like, pull, like, he just wants to pull people down, like, where he is. I just think that Reza is not, I'm not Reza, sorry. Michael is not happy in his life, and he feels like he, I think he does feel like he maybe is, like, a failure. I mean, we know that that's been something that he has struggled with in seasons before, and I think it's resurfacing. I think it's resurfacing. He can't hold down a relationship. You know, he was married. That didn't work out. He, you know, job-wise, things continue to kind of fall through. But listen, Mike, don't give up. Something's going to stick. But if you continue, but if you give up and continue to be an ass like how you're fucking being, things are not going to work out for you. Just saying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive for you, but you're making it hard. Makes it very hard. Anyways. Reza was like, you know, fuck off. Like, that's not, I'm not, that's not my handwriting. Like, whatever. And then they cut to an interview with Reza and, or his confessional, if you will. And Reza's just like, I'm not trying to fuck with people. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get in this business. I'm not trying to get into all of this. Like, I'm just going to mind my fucking, I'm going to mind my shit. You mind your shit. Like, I'm not, I'm just trying to have a good time tonight. So bravo, Reza, for not getting in the muck tonight. Bravo to you. Do you see that? Do you see that, Michael? Reza's learning from his mistakes and trying to do better. Do you see how that works? Look around you, for God's sakes. Well, Nessa is over here. Uh, she has learned from her mistakes and has grown so much. Look around you. Look how people have continued to move up in their lives. Maybe you should give it a try. <laughs> and so things just get really escalated. Paulina then leaves, goes to the bathroom. Destiny tries to go after her. Um, I don't, I think at this point in time, I think Paulina is, you know, a little wasty pants. And I think she may have been a little too wasted for this, for this type of interaction. And she like went to the bathroom, either it was too much, or maybe she was getting sick. I don't know. We don't know. But regardless, Michael was not happy that Destiny was going into the bathroom with Destiny. Or sorry, that Paulina or that Destiny was going into the bathroom with Paulina and and he just starts like going off and like i mean he is like talking shit about destiny but like destiny is so good at like being like a shit talker also like she is, can give it right the fuck back to people no problem no ifs ands or buns don't fuck with me because i will fuck with you harder that's like why also like why i love her like don't fuck because trust me i'm about to come at you <laughs> like yes i'm sweet as fucking pie but once you fucking fuck with me i'm a whole nother goddamn animal and also destiny's just like fed up with it especially after finding out all the stuff that paulina had told her too she's like fuck off mike you treat her badly she does not deserve this you don't deserve her well destiny tries to get michael to leave the fucking house and it just goes to it just goes to hell it goes to hell you guys like um, she's just trying to get him to like leave. He like, I, I guess like she kind of like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't want to say she pushed him. Cause I don't think like she pushed him, but she kind of was just like trying to get him to move towards like the door. Like, I don't think she actually like pushed him, but it was just like literally get out of my house. Like stop walking into my backyard, get out of here. 
And then Michael puts some hands on her. I don't think, again, I don't think that he pushed her. But listen, my guy, you don't put hands on a lady regardless. Regardless, keep your composure, okay? And just don't put, don't, don't do it. Leave her house like she has asked you to. Just be that fucking type of person. Whether you agree with it or not, just get the fuck out of her house. End of story. There's nothing else to be had with that. Leave. Bye-bye. Thank you for coming. Actually, no thank you for coming because you fucking ruined Destiny's party. <laughs> but I, listen, I was just, I was disturbed by his actions. And I think everybody else was as well. I don't know where we're going to go from here. We did not, I did not see a preview. Um, I'm sure there probably is one up on Bravo or something, but I have not watched it. And uh, I just can't fuck with Mike, you guys. I can't. As you can tell, that all that, that's all I have done when I have talked about him is just talk shit. Besides the little tiny blurb that you guys have heard me, try to be positive for him. And that was a struggle. Not going to lie. But I do not like how he decided to treat Destiny. I do not like how he and how we have seen him treat women that are in his life. I don't like it. He's an ass. He's a straight ass. So that is pretty much the end of, I mean, that is the end of Shaw's. Like I said, there was like, I, I don't remember if there was like a to be continued or something, but I did not see like a preview for next week. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next week. But all I can say is, I mean, the fact that like Colnessa was the one that was trying to keep people calm also, like that is not usually how, that is not what we have seen in the past, y'all. <laughs> she was trying to keep Destiny back. Um, of course, Adam, Adam's always getting in the mix and, you know, eh, poor little guy. He just, I don't know. I feel like sometimes he ends up getting, getting hurt a little bit <laughs> because he's just trying to keep people safe and everything. And he, he's, you know, he has a, he has his heart in the right place. <laughs> he has his heart in the right place. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I just remembered also that at the end of it, um, cause they get into the car and Paul and Mike tells Paulina, do not say anything until we get home. Cause of course they're still mic'd up again, just another controlling, very emotionally. Uh, I don't want to say it, but emotionally. Uh, it is. It's like, it's emotional abuse. You guys. At the very least, it's too controlling. It's too controlling for me. I don't like it. <sighs> I'm just saying, like, if you can act like that on camera, what are you doing behind closed doors? That's all. That's all I'm getting at. So it makes it really hard. But I'm just going to leave that there. We'll see what happens next week. So... <sighs> But I don't follow, I don't follow Mike or anything like that. So I don't know what's going on, uh, you know, in the sense of like social media. Has he moved on? Is him and Paulina still together? Does anybody know? Please, if somebody does know, could you, you know, send me, send me a DM on my, on the IG page, y'all. Please subscribe to the podcast and send me an IG message. <laughs> I'm just saying. God. So we'll see what happens. Um, anywho, that's all I, that's all I got for today, you guys. So I just wanted to, you know, I mean, listen, the main bulk of where we wanted to get to was that damn, um, Halloween dinner party for Shaw's. And I definitely, I wanted to cover a little bit, I covered more than a little bit, but of the hustler and the housewife, because 
Wawa Weebos has that shaked our little Bravo hearts. You know? Whew, what a story. So, um, yeah, that is pretty much it. So, you know, again, please go and follow um, the IG page. Give me more reality. Um, please, uh, you know, like, subscribe on wherever you are listening to this podcast, please. And thank you. I so appreciate it. So, you know, again, just please just share with friends, family, you know, anybody that you know that listens to Bravo um, or just, you know, wants a good laugh. I mean, listen, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some people, you know, they may not like it, you know, may, may not know what the, not that they may not like it, but I'm hoping that you all do like it, but uh, may not know the shows that we're talking about, but, you know, maybe it would be a good listen for them. I don't know. I don't know, but, you know, just give it a whirl. So thank you guys so much for listening. I so, so, so appreciate it. This has been Give Me More Reality. Thank you guys so much.